0: Welcome to the first episode of a new podcast talking everything coffee. We will cover news, reviews, coffee tastings, barista tips, historical stories, facts and quotes, plus much, much more. This podcast is brought to you from The Roast House with Paul Burns. Hello again and welcome So, a bit about me. Well, in my normal day-to-day job, I'm a product trainer for a software company. Before this, I was in the coffee industry for over a decade as a manager and a trainer for several large coffee chains and some independent stores. Currently, I run my own side project called PJB Coffee, where I currently provide barista coaching and coffee consultancy. I have been doing this for just over a year. After leaving the life of a barista, I found I missed it. Obviously, everyone who's a barista knows that it's not a Monday to Friday 9 to 5 job and it's hard work. Now I get the best of both worlds, a Monday to Friday job that I love and a part-time side project which I get time to do because of my weekend availability. Those people who know me know that doing something like a podcast is out of character for me. Not that I don't love to talk and considering my jobs have included talking to large groups of people in training sessions. I bounced the idea around for a while but kept thinking who wants to listen to me talking about coffee for half an hour and I put barriers in the way due to fears of embarrassment. However, a few months ago I was fortunate enough to join a mental health committee and became a mental health first aider. Since then my reason for creating the project has changed as people inside the group share their various experiences and it inspired me to write an article for an internal memo about mental health practices. I'm not a writer but I really enjoyed it and my initial apprehension about expressing my interests seemed more plausible so I thought it was time to give it a go. <laughs> On today's podcast, first we're going to look at some news from the world of coffee. This will be a recurring feature where we will pick up the biggest news in the coffee industry. After that, we're going to look at some reviews. This episode will be the best reusable coffee tumblers you can get. Then I will be discussing this week's featured coffee with some history and stories about the coffee. Without further ado, let's get started. (music) Due to the coffee surplus of 2324 Arabica, coffee prices are forecast to post an annual drop of 12% in this year. Brazil's 2324 production will play a key role in determining prices, with some uncertainty about whether the huge crop that had initially been expected would actually be harvested. An estimated 67.1 million 60 kilogram bags were forecasted, up to the estimate of 61.5 million of the 2022 2023 crop. Robusta coffee prices. We're seeing ending 6% down in 2023, which is still an increase in its closest to 2022. Next up on the news, according to the recent studies from the University of Bologna and University Hospital of Bologna, they have published a journal stating that researchers compared blood pressure levels of 720 men and 783 women. The results have shown that coffee lovers tend to have lower blood pressure and healthier hearts. The report showed that the variation of effects of the volunteers from drinking zero cups of coffee a day to three cups a day. Other researchers linked it to reducing heart disease, heart failure, strokes and prolonging life. Another report in the UK finds that it's fine to drink coffee as part of a balanced diet, as coffee contains many minerals and antioxidants. Some studies have found it can reduce the risk of cancer, obesity, type 2 diabetes and dementia. However, other studies have found that it can increase the risk of suffering from high blood pressure and strokes and finally on the news revolutionary new seaweed coffee balls could save thousands of tons of plastic a swiss company has released a small compostable ball of press coffee coffee b that it claims works just like the conventional plastic and aluminium capsule system but does not cause any waste compostable coffee balls made using a seaweed based cover instead of plastic are already on the shelves in switzerland and france followed by germany in the spring and hitting the european market next year the coffee balls are encased in a thin, flavourless seaweed-based cupboard that can be discarded with the spent coffee after use. They are 100% CO2 compensated. The coffee beans come from the sustainable cultivation and they are either rainforest-aligned or organic and fair trade certified and all packaging is recyclable. My first shout out today is to my friend Christina. Founder of the Caffeinated Community. The Caffeinated Community care about two big things, community and connection. The community is a space where they share about local coffee shops on their travels, and more importantly, advocate for coffee farmers worldwide. If you'd like to know more, visit at the Caffeinated Community on Instagram and TikTok. Hopefully, Christina will be joining us for a future episode, I will be sharing some information about her big adventure to Mexico for supporting local farmers and the coffee community. Disclaimer, I'm not associated with any of these manufacturers, so this piece is based on online research only, and the manufacturers have listed their own descriptions online which I suggest you look at before making any purchases. I'm not providing reviews on items, I'm just listing them that have been recommended by various sites and they are in no particular order. In today's feature, we're going to look at the best overall reusable coffee cups available. I've compiled information from various sites and picked the cups that have appeared most on these lists. I've then got their average prices and ratings from Amazon to assist you when shopping for your next cup. I've included brief descriptions on the cups main features and have based the research on hot beverages and ice beverages and tried to include any other key information. First up is the best of the leak proof cups. Contigo West Loop Tumble is 100% sealed and leak-proof which automatically seals between sips which is useful when you're on the go to avoid accidents. It's a stainless sealed, double-walled, vacuum insulated and keeps hot drinks hot for five hours and cold drinks up to 12 hours. BPA-free and dishwasher safe. Available in UK average medium size, it comes in various colours, retails at around £35 and has the average rating of 4.5 stars. Next up the best for outdoor activities and exercise camelback Forge travel mug has a leak proof and rotating 360 degree cap and allows drinking from any side vacuum insulated for hot beverages up to six hours and iced up to 24 hours ideal for walking and hiking with its sweat proof insulation to ensure non-slip grip be aware it is hand wash only and averages around 27 pounds it is only available in a few colors that i could find and I could only see it in 12 ounces, which is small in most retail outlets. It average at 4.5 stars. Next is for the most sustainable cup. Circular & Co reusable coffee cup has a 100% leak proof lid with a 360 degree design. It uses a push lid mechanism to keep your cup airtight, and the lid can be operated with one hand. It is designed to keep your drink hot or cold for up to 90 minutes. The cup is made from recycled paper cups, and the cups are 100 percent recyclable at the end of their usability it is designed up to last up to 10 years and is dishwasher safe it is also bpa and melamine free the cup comes in various colors and retails around 15 pounds it's an average of 4.5 stars and is the highest recommended on several major websites next is the best collapsible cup stojo on the gold coffee cup is a folding mug which is retractable and comes with a lid it folds down to fit into your pocket or bag and has a leak-proof storage for easy traveling it also comes with a heat sleeve and holds heat it is made from lfgb certified food grade silicon that is bpa free and made from recyclable materials which are dishwasher and microwave safe it is available in various colors it averages at a four and a half star rating and retails at around 13 pounds finally the best cup for hot and cold beverage retention The Clean Canteen insulated TK-wide mug is made from 90% certified recycled stainless steel. Closure thread that is designed to enhance thermal performance and keeps drinks hot up to 11 hours and iced up to 38 hours. It is BPA free. It is also compatible with other lids from the brand. It comes with a Leap Proof Cap and Carry loop. It is available in various colours and retails around £26 on average. And it has an average of 5 star rating. (music) the next recurring feature we're going to look at five coffee facts and five coffee myths first the coffee facts fact number one coffee is from a fruit coffee is the seed of the coffee cherry or berry that is grown on the coffee plant the plant is typically found across the coffee belt as the plant likes hot damp climates dense soil and lots of nutrients and they grow better at higher elevations fact number two bees love coffee this is true. They love the coffee plant and are attracted to the caffeine in the coffee flowers nectar. The nectar contains low levels of caffeine, which the bees find highly rewarding and can manipulate their memory. Fact number three, coffee has been babbed. Coffee had reached the Middle East, Persia and Turkey. However, it declined in popularity as it was banned by authorities. The ban was soon lifted due to the pressure from merchants who profited from the coffee trade it has been banned three times in history that we're aware of. Once in Mecca in the 16th century, once by Charles II of England in an attempt to suppress an ongoing revolution, and again in 1677 by Frederick the Great in Germany, who was concerned that the people were spending too much on the drink. Our next fact is about Café Florin in Venice. Café Florin is the oldest continuously operated coffee shop in the world, opened on the 29th of December 1720. The cafe was named after its original owner, Floriano Francescone. Prior to this, its name was Alla Vienza Triantfonte, which translates to Venice the Triumphant. Notable visitors were Carlo Galdone, Marcel Proust, Lord Byron, and Charles Dickens. This episode's final fact The earliest record of a coffee house dates all the way back to 1475, when a coffee house called Kiva Han opened in Constantinople, now Istanbul. It likely served what we know today as Turkish coffee method, as it wasn't until much later that filtered coffee was invented. Now we will look at some coffee myths. First, is coffee a cure for hangovers? The answer to this is false. It can actually make your hangover worse by dehydrating you. Granted, the caffeine can make you feel more awake, but overall it does nothing for your hangover. Myth number two. Dark roast coffee contains more caffeine than a light roast coffee. Again, this is false. This is a common misconception, and I have discussed many times during my days in store. Dark roast has less caffeine than light roast. Caffeine breaks down during the roasting process. The best coffee in the world comes from Italy. Unfortunately, the third myth is false too. Italian coffee refers to the characteristic roasts, flavours and blends. However, Italy has several large brands and even a coffee university in Trieste. Keeping coffee in the refrigerator or freezer retains flavour. Unfortunately, this one pains me to say because... I see this in so many places coffee does not belong anywhere near a fridge or freezer it hates moisture and condensation and it accelerates flavor loss coffee should be kept in a cool dry place such as a cupboard for our fifth and final myth there is an optimum grind that suits all proportion methods again this is false while retail outlets provide various coffees which deliver reasonable results all coffee beans should be ground to a specific brewing method it is essential as much so as it is the dosage that you use. My next shout out was to my buddy Frank over at Mini Bristers. Mini Bristers is a mobile brister coffee shop in Brooklyn, New York. With all the hard work and hustle he's put in, he's hoping to turn his business into a small franchise. His current unit is energy independent and uses solar panels, along with a small battery technology and LPG which allows the unit to run with mini-carbon footprint. His tech is modern, but his style is old-school. For more information, go to atminibaristas or his website www.minibaristas.com Disclaimer. In my coffee reviews, my intention is not to discuss whether I like the coffee I try or not. It is unfair for me to judge all the hard work that goes into making coffee, and everyone enjoys different coffee. So just so you're aware, the purpose of the review is only to discuss the flavours and scents I get from the coffee. All coffee will be tried and brewed in the same method, in a French press, with 54 grams of coarsely ground coffee to 972 ml of filtered water, boiled between 90 to 96 degrees. On to today's feature coffee. Today's feature coffee is Gdansk Amber Coffee. Back in December, I ventured to Gdansk, Poland for the first time before Christmas. Gdansk is the biggest of three port cities in the Tri-City Poland area. At the centre of the main town, reconstructed after World War II, along the main streets are shops and restaurants. Nearby is Neptune's Fountain, a 17th century symbol of the city, topped by a bronze statue of the sea god. Gdansk is also a city known for its centre of the amber trade. Boutiques throughout the city sell amber or Baltic gold and can be found on the shores around Gdansk for millennia and traded here for centuries. Amber was also brewed into potions and cocktails to cure ailments. People even thought amber to have magical properties, and some still do. If you go to Gdan's the Amber Museum is definitely worth a visit. During the trip there, there was a variety of coffee shops and cafes with the most amazing food, and my new obsession, the apple pie latte. If you haven't tried apple pie syrup with a nice medium roast coffee, you're in for a treat. For pics from the trip check out my Instagram page at PJB Coffee as well as photos from today's coffee tasting. Before we talk more about the coffee we need to know a bit more about the backstory. I'm going to give you a brief overview today but for more information visit ambercoffee.pl The story of today's coffee begins in Vienna in the late 1600s. During the siege of Vienna the then king of Poland Jan the III fought a brave battle driving the opposition from Vienna. One of the king's men who was a spy by the name of Józec Kolczykje played an especially important role leading to the victory. The king was so grateful he granted Józec a wish offering it whatever treasure he would desire from the city. Rather than choosing gold, stones or other treasures that were abandoned, the spy asked for several hundred sacks of coffee beans left behind. Using these, he opened Vienna's first coffee shop on Dungassi Street. The coffee was brought back to the Commonwealth, which became a favourite drink in Poland's high society thereafter quickly becoming popular throughout the rest of Europe. Gdansk Amber Coffee is a Colombian Arabica from Certified Organic Farms and it is a local product produced by Pomeranian craftsmen who cultivate Gdansk Amber traditions. Its tasting notes listed on the package are earthy and has scents of amber and baltic, so I'm unsure what to expect when testing the scents of the coffee. Just to mention, the box and the packaging of the coffee is beautiful. It's in plain black with gold writing. Again, you can see this at PJB Coffee Instagram account. During any coffee tasting, I start with the aromas of the coffee. I detected sweet notes of chocolate and caramel and fruity notes of orange. It also had an underlying tone of pine and aromas I would associate with the festive season. When tasting the coffee, I detected a medium acidity that lingered on the tongue. I would say it was a medium body and a dark roast. Its flavour notes were similar to its aroma and I could taste chocolate and caramel with the addition of wheats and wholemeal. I paired this with some white fruitcake and some chocolate caramel. I thought the fruitcake would be a good pairing due to its aroma and its initial taste, but it made the flavour quite bitter. But as expected, the chocolate caramel enhanced its sweetness. Overall, the coffee had a unique flavour. Having tried lots of coffees from Latin America, I usually anticipate a bit of spice with a balance of cocoa. However, the chocolate mix with the almost festive pine and citrus was surprising. That brings me to the end of the first episode. I would appreciate if you could subscribe to me on Spotify, Apple, Google or Amazon and leave me some ratings too. I will be adding the podcast to other platforms over the next few weeks. You can also find me on all social media sites. The easiest one to find me on is Instagram, at PJB Coffee. You can access my link tree to my other pages from there. Second episode will be available mid-March 2023. Thanks again for joining me. This episode has been brought to you from The Roast House with Paul Burns.